Hey, welcome to Demo Cinema Podcast. Hard rock, metal, your thing? Indie films, fetish? And a great monthly episode of Tales of Terror. It's all right here. So without further ado, here's your podcast hosts, Michael and Nicole. All right. Thank you so much for joining Demo Cinema Podcast today. Uh, we've got a really great show lined up for you. Um, definitely, as always, I have the lovely Nicole, my co-host on today. What's up, Nicole? You're so sweet. Thank you for the amazing introduction. Yeah. So what's been uh, what's been going on? How's, how's your week been for you? My week has been amazing. Um, I can actually speak, which is a great thing because I lost my voice. And, um, you know, being a mom and having dogs and, you know, I scream a lot. And that's just what happens. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I have a bird who wants to yell at me all the time. And it's just, it's great. It's fun. Life is good. Not a dull moment. So uh, how was your week? What's going on? What's new? Oh, you know, uh, it's been a busy, it's been a productive week. Um, we, you know, I've been trying to, uh, book, get some, uh, get some definite, uh, artists, some cosplayers, uh, to get, to get booked up for the show. So, uh, it's, it's definitely been productive. That's great. Uh, I'm so excited. Can't wait to hear them, talk to them, find out what's going on with them. Uh, so anxious for us to tap into all these amazing people. Yeah, I am too. I'm really, um, it, it, it seems like I'm, I'm trying to diversify it. I want the show to be, to be, have some diversity to it. Um, definitely one, uh, that we're, that um, we're going to be doing today that's on the show. Uh, I think you're familiar with Mr. Uh, Director Kale. Adam. Oh, my friend, Sicko the Clown. Yep, Sicko Aww. the Clown. <laughs> Mimi misses him so much. Oh, that's he, a great thing. And you know, he's he's without a doubt. Um, it, not just he, he's a friend. We've done uh, we've shot films with him, uh, and then yes. and even more so, we've done. Um, he he's a character. Yeah, and so genuine. Like he's just a really overall just amazing guy. He, I mean, he gets into character. He's so talented. I so enjoyed working with him and learned so much from him. And uh, if anyone ever has an opportunity to work with him, jump on it because it's just it's just a really great experience. And uh, I, I'm so glad that we're being able to interview with him and, and get back up with him because he's just he's just amazing and uh, a blessing. Yeah, he is. He's uh, He's got a new film uh, that he's going to be uh, talking about today, uh, which is mm-hmm. his, uh, this is his big feature film, uh, which is called Open Waters. And he's got a, a really good cast. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, to talk with him and kind of get uh, some of the, the dirt on it, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's going to, wow. I mean, any because anything he does, I mean, it's just an, a masterpiece. It's an artwork. It's something that he just puts his heart and soul into. So getting the inside scoop on something he's doing right now is just, that's really cool. I, I look forward to, to hearing what he has to say. Absolutely. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead, we're going to take just a small quick break, and then we're going to go ahead and bring on director Kale Adams. (laughs) 
All right, and thank you so much for joining the Demos Cinema Podcast today. Today is going to be a really freaking awesome episode. Um, I have a uh, not just an old uh, friend uh, that's coming on the show today, uh, but let me tell you, it is this. This is awesome. It's an amazing guest. He's an amazing director. Um, I've I've known him for years. Uh, he's got a new film that's coming out that we're definitely going to be talking about today. Uh, I'd like to welcome onto the show Kale Adam. Well, hello there, Michael. Hey, long time no here. It's like uh, we haven't been talking in, in years. <laughs> I know, but I, we, but we just picked up where we left off. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so let's 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 jump into the topic. Okay, so how long have we known each other now? Oh my God, uh, probably 15, 16 years, I think. Right? Yeah. Right about that's and actually that's I was doing you know, it's funny, like the older I get, I was like, Wow, I need to pull out a calculator. And I was like, Oh my god. And you know, good thing it's not Alzheimer's, you know. So I was like, <laughs> Dear Lord have mercy. But I was like I did look and I was like, I said, Wow, I said, We've known each other for a long time. And I was I was thinking back to when we first met and I was like, it, you know, I I happened to go to do a drop off for one of the companies I was working at and they, I think the lady that was in there and you had mentioned, I don't remember her name, but you had said, uh, Oh yeah. And you had a, was it a business card that she gave me? I, Oh, that was actually Karen. Yeah. She'd given you one of my business cards. I do believe. Didn't you see like the movie sitting on her film? I'd done that return to Fairfield street. You had, I guess seen it on her desk or something. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, oh, yeah. And he works over here. And so I went and I was like, well, you know, it wasn't like a real job or anything. So I decided I said, I'll go drive over there. So I did. And sure enough, here introduced a whole new just not just a great person. Um, Dude, I mean, it's we've we've had a, a lengthy friendship. Yes, we have. And, you know. I, it what blew me, I think, away from get go was not just the horror aspect, but I I don't know how it even remotely got on topic, but the whole kiss came up, the, and the fact that you were a huge Ace Frehley fan. Oh yeah, and still I, am, still am. Well, yeah, but like I was like, okay, what is the odds of doing a delivery? you meet somebody that's not just into, you know, like horror filmmaking, but is also into Kiss. I was like, okay, did I pull a slot machine? Like, okay, <laughs> this the, is this kismet? You know, I was like, eh, your fire signs worry too much. I was like, you know, this is... <laughs> I literally, I was like, this is going to be crazy. And we, you know, and, and obviously... We went on and we did we did a couple of short films together. We did, uh, which uh, one was uh, we started out with uh, what was it? Carla's Revenge. Carla's Revenge. <laughs> Let me tell you, um, <laughs> and I'm sure you were probably like, "Wow, this guy's like just as crazy as I am." That's uh, well, but dude, that's totally, why we linked. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. So, and you know, do you do you still talk to Carla? I do. Absolutely. 
<laughs> she's a righteous bitch. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. She's awesome, dude. She's been in and out of Rusk, and that's a mental institution here in Texas. But, you know, they properly medicated her, so she seems to be doing all right. All right. You know, Prozac is, you know, by choice. And vodka. Know, so. Lots of vodka yes. and Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> So then definitely after that, then we worked on, we did uh, Psycho Circus. Psycho Circus. And so of course, Psycho Circus was awesome because then we had the, uh, I, I I guess that was like you combining and, and throwing together and creating this really great uh, clown, Sicko. Sicko the clown, yeah. <laughs> that was actually, I, I loved both of those, but I, I had... Uh, a lot more fun um, acting in Psycho Circus because that 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 was I had never done a character quite like that. And um, actually, if you remember, you know, it was an all day shoot and I had to use that voice, that voice. And there. <laughs> by the time the day was over with, my throat had swollen up so bad that it was um it, it was around my trachea i thought by nine o'clock that night i was gonna have to go to the hospital <laughs> oh my god dude i i did i did totally i totally did remember on that and i was like uh i i remember because you and then there was nicole which is the co-host that's on the show yeah um unfortunately she is she is out this week she's got a well, you know, she's got a little bit of a voice issue going on. So I was like, I said, well, we still have to get this taken care of. So definitely we're going to, we're still going to move forward and rock and roll. Uh, but I, you know, your, your work with, with Mimi uh, and the way that everything pulled out was just, it, it became, it was magical and it, and it's, <laughs> it's really, really fun. It's a fun short to watch. Personally. Oh God. Yes. So so well, moving, actually there's one moving. more we actually worked on uh the pickup and that actually had horror movie icon edwin neal uh from the original the texas chainsaw massacre he we got involved with him and uh that was a fun project oh god i still remember us going out to drive out to uh that field that day uh <laughs> to go shoot no to remember because it was we had john and the other guy and that that lady that we went out there and just getting to go out there and shoot and do some stuff like that remember we took a picture out there yes we did do you still have that picture i i'm pretty sure i do but do you remember what i was doing that day sweating we were outside in the heat so you were definitely no. sweating. <laughs> no we took a picture that day and you turned to me and you were like were you doing the ace really face and i was oh. <laughs> you know what yes i do remember that i do remember that <laughs> yeah, yeah i did so i was like i was like yeah i did but it was you know and that was just that's that's our personalities and it was real it was dude it's 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 an honor uh one just bringing you on the show and two definitely um having known you all these years um dude you're you're an awesome friend and like i said um your your creativity your creative mind everything that is who you are as as a not as a director um it's very unique uh and you've got a really vast extent of knowledge that um it's i i, I really perceive like 
the big things that you have uh, that are going to be coming up. And we're going to move directly into that as soon as we uh, cut here for break. Uh, coming up on this next topic, we're going to move into directly into where uh, we're going to discuss uh, what he's up to directly on for his new project. And we'll take it directly from there after this break. All right. All right. And thank you so much. We're, we're back from break. We have director Kale Adams here on the show. Uh, again, this is Demo Cinema Podcast. Um, okay. So, Kale, talk yes. to me about this new film you've got coming up. Well, uh, the name of the film is Open Waters. And uh, it's actually settled. It's going to be actually set in Anahuac, Texas. Uh, in real life, we're only shooting 8% uh, of this in Anahuac. Most of it's going to be shot in Smithville, Bastrop, and Liberty, Texas. Um, open waters. We'll start with this. Um, the premise is this. If you're standing and you're looking over water and you see a pier and you see the sky, maybe even see somebody fishing, that's really beautiful. That's actually amazing. It's peaceful. But underneath that water, that's the unknown. That's the murky area. That's the uh, turmoil. Um, this is basically representation of man. On the surface, you know, we show our superficial to society, our public face. Where inside of ourselves, which is underneath the water, is the dark side, the pain, the turmoil, the side that actually we don't want other people to see. You know what I mean? Correct. It's basically representation of man's altruistic behavior of people either in the physical or in the mind or both. So so go ahead and explain what is the story about? Well, if I actually told you about the story, I'd have to kill you. Um, you know, that's not the first time I've heard that. So I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna move forward with this. Um, you know, you know, I got a ranch. I got a ranch that you know my wife always tells me. She goes, "I'll kill you." And matter of fact, when I bury you. Ain't nobody gonna miss you, but I still love you. And like, oh my god! Wow, just yeah, but just sleep with one eye open, <laughs> holding my pillow tight. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh damn! So I mean, I mean, you broke down the synopsis. What is, is there any? Is there any kind of uh, any anything you can kind of give us that's, that's based I, on the story? I, I, mean, I, I kind of can. Um, we're all under non-disclosure agreement, so I can't give too much away, but we can start with this. I mean, it's a, it's a deep thought, very provoking, uh, thought provoking psychological thriller, um, that basically just takes you on a journey that, uh, keeps you guessing. Now I want to stress this. This is not a horror film. Uh, people are approaching with that. It's got to be a horror film. No, it's not. It's, it's, I can't stress that enough. If we're going to describe it, it's, it's an intelligent, dark story that deals with uh, intricate complexities uh, of the mind and soul, you know, where nothing so, is as it seems, basically. So we're, so we're talking more, like, more on the lines like uh, when, when I think dark uh, thrillers, per se, um, I think like burnt offerings, um, yes. things, things of that nature. Yes. And I know that you're a fan of that movie. Oh, so. love Karen Black fan. Absolutely. So I, I definitely, those are things that I kind of, you know, I mean, Silence of the Lambs always gets classified as horror. It, and it's, it's not. not, it is a psychological thriller. Yes. And yes. people don't look at that 
And they're, oh my God, it's a great horror movie. I'm like, uh, no, it's a psychological thriller. Right. I said, yeah, there's a lot of blood. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in that movie. But it is it is a thriller. Yes. Um, exactly. And, you know, so you look you look at the that I guess that style of genre, and that's I think it's amazing that you're wanting to tackle uh, with with going in in that route of a psychological thriller first and foremost, uh, because that just states that states a lot of character and and more of what what would the challenge be? How can I challenge myself as a director? Exactly. And so yeah, I totally I applaud you for that. Well, I got to, before we go on with the story, I got to tell you that, <clears throat> you know, I always, 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 I'm a musician too, you know that. So anytime I write yeah. a song and record it, I always sit back and go, what would impress me? I do the same thing with film. I'm, you know, I'm not old, but I'm not young, but I'm glad you and I were both born in an era where great movies were made. It's not like that anymore. And I'm not knocking Hollywood. I'm not doing any of that, but the best movies to me are the independent films because you know they're they're keeping the old school flavor. It's about the acting. It's not necessarily about digital effects and so on and so forth. When I watch a movie, I want it to be good. When I write a film or a screenplay, I write it to the to what would impress me. If I sat down and watched it, would it impress me? And before I go on, I have to say it took the writer of the film. Her name is Dana Haynes. We both both wrote this uh, screenplay together. It took us one year to write it. A year. Well. And because we wanted this to be like nothing else. And for everyone that's listening, I promise you that you will you have not seen a movie like this. It it deals with some heavy subject matter, but it's not at all at face value. And it's got three turns that you absolutely will not expect. Um, and I personally, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're the one directing it. Like, exactly. Yeah. Screw all that. I just want to watch it. Be great. <laughs> <laughs> but just but to give the audience a little bit of an insight, um, the film is it's about a character by the name of Gabby Ledford, played by Katie Martin. Uh, she takes care of her ailing mother in this, in this small rural town. She's a school teacher, so her job is to go to school, come home, take care of the mother. Now, both of them are dealing uh, with a brutal murder and rape of Gabby's uh, younger sister, Marilyn. Uh, Gabby's relationship with her mother is volatile, uh, to say the least. So her mother uh, lived vicariously through the deceased uh, sister and holds deep resentment towards Gabby for basically just being alive. Um, and the hook on the film is, you know, Gabby travels down a path that leads her into the unknown with the certainty that every road comes to an end. Wow, that's that's pretty that's that's awesome. And I know you've and the this character, Gabby Ledford, it's something that you you've been holding for a while, yeah? Yes. Let me let me let me ask you this and and then we're gonna get directly into the cast here so you can kind of go over who's all in there. Okay. Um uh, okay, obviously we're big fans of 70s films. Oh yes. um yeah. So are, are we going for HD on this? Are we are we going to are we going to be coloring this to where it's going to have a certain feel, the mood? What, what are we going? I'm where are we glad going that you this? ask that. Um, here's the thing. I'm going more for mid to late 80s as far as the, the, the color. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's going to be vibrant. It, it's actually if you want to compare it to anything, you can compare it to Brian De Palma's uh, uh, Carrie. 
Um, Beautiful. That the white diffusion on the outside, you know, when they're outside, it's just the reds are really red. The greens are not so green. The browns yeah. are mid-tone, and you've got yeah. that white diffusion. That's what I'm going for. Outstanding. That's outstanding. We've worked and, about and then, two months to perfect that. That that it, it was something that kind of did cross my mind because I was I always, anytime I watch somebody's film, I'm always like looking for what inspired them. Where what's what is the genre? And so many people are are dead set to shoot uh, the high definition, and and that's fine. I mean, it's going to be HD. I mean, once once it gets obviously uh, put out, but it, it's definitely you know the color scheme and how um, it's going to feel to relate uh, to I guess that that the director's taste. Uh, what was his his inspirations? What was his uh, when he looked at, you know, something that he wants to give an homage to. Uh, and those are definitely things that I, I do look at. Yeah, good, good job. job. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So rock and roll. So rock let's, um, let's, let's do this. Let's go ahead. Um, let's talk a little bit about the cast. Tell okay. me, tell me who's in it. Uh, production value wise, uh, anything you got, hit me with it. Okay. Well, let me just start off by saying this. I am so blessed. Let me stress that. I'm going to say that again, Michael. You mind? I oh, am so blessed. We did an extensive audition uh, cycle for this. We had over 350 people that answered the casting calls, and I actually was not expecting that. But I'm glad. Um, I'm glad that they did because we truly, and I'm not just saying this. These actors are refined they are awesome um they've all got experience they've all done stage and most of them have done film and several of them uh, i'm going to start out with my old buddy uh mr edwin neal mr horror icon uh mr hitchhiker from the original the texas chainsaw massacre but you know a lot of people don't know this he's he's done a lot a lot of uh, voiceover work he's actually got 62 credits to his name and for the young folks he was actually the voice of Lord Zed on the Power Rangers. Yes, sir. There you go. I know. He actually, he's he's amazing. I looked at his IMDb, uh, and this was a long a while back, and I was like, oh, my God. I said, he has done so much. Yes. It's not just about being the hitchhiker. No. And I you gotta give you gotta give credit where credit's due. I mean he, he was amazing in Chainsaw. Uh but but more so it's amazing just the the after the fact with what all he has done, what he contributes and his passion for for doing it. Oh yeah. Um he's an amazing he is an amazing individual. Exactly. Oh but yes definitely definitely now we've got somebody else in the film um, that uh, is actually on the Netflix series Ozark, and that's uh, Evan George Borizaris. Um, I, he's that kid is just absolutely amazing, and I will say something about him. You know, he's got Down syndrome. And this guy has not let that stop him. He is an inspirational speaker. He teaches acting. Of course, he also takes a lot of acting. He does a lot of traveling. And he's truly the most amazing, one of the most amazing people I think I've ever met. I'm, I'm glad I've been graced uh, with him. 
for real. You can tell. Like he's an awesome. He's an uh, not just an awesome actor, uh, but he he's an awesome person. You know. Yes, he is very much, very much. Uh, we've got now Katie Martin. She is our protagonist. She's actually the one that plays uh, Gabby Ledford. Uh, she's just a very experienced Houston-based actress. She actually just finished up a movie uh, with Eric Roberts. Uh, called Six Rounds of Chloe. Uh, she actually owns a Spotlight Acting Academy in Houston off of Westheimer. This is her full-time job. This is all she does is deal with theater and acting. She is a fantastic stage director. Um, awesome. Lucky to have her. Vicki Dempsey Burns. She's playing the mother, Rose Ledford. Uh, she's been in the film in- industry for a long time. Uh, she actually, actually, her recent film she just completed was one was called Jackson, and then the other one she just completed is Love Is a Business. She's as busy as a uh, uh, little Mister Evan. Um, May Harris. I, I've got to just give this girl kudos. She is 16 years old, and she's got a resume that a 30 year old would have. Um, wow. I'm serious. She actually just filmed a. Uh, she was top billed in a movie called uh, Return to Sender. And it actually won a Platinum Remy Award at the World Fest Houston. And uh, and she's if you, anyone goes and looks up Mae Harris on her IMDb, she's got um, she's just amazing. Um, just a beautiful girl. Uh, no. Got a girl, uh, actress by the name of Terry Renee. She's actually playing Juliana Thomas. Um, she got to tell you how this girl wound up in my lap. We sent her some sides of the script and said, hey, just. Record yourself, send an MP4 back, and we'll just watch it. Michael, I have never seen anybody do what she did. She's really? unbelievable. She memorized a whole page of uh, dialogue in like one day, turned that sucker on, and she performed it like she's already done it 500 times. We had about 60 other actresses lined up for that role. I, I told uh, one of my people, I said, call everybody and cancel them. This is her. This is it. She, so let me ask you. So, on your casting process, did you do? I mean, obviously, you did. You did a lot of interviews, things like that. But did you take in a lot of the the MP4s versus doing, uh, like when you obviously you did a casting call, right? But did you do like just MP4s? Did you do uh, interviews at a location? What What was your method on that? Well, I'll tell you how we did that. I did something that I've never done before. And a lot of people, a lot of filmmakers actually looked at me and said, what the hell are you doing? What I tried to do was because the script is so intricate, and I'm going to answer that question because it's going to follow right after this one that uh, <laughs> I know I'm sorry, jumping around here, but um, we decided to do something unorthodox. We put the casting call out and we did it when only half of the script was written. And the reason why we did that, I wanted to try something where we bring actors in um, and how we did that by yeah, about a quarter of them actually sent um uh mp4s to me uh some of some of the actors just are not technical technical so we wound up just doing an audition and uh katie martin who owns the spotlight and that's our protagonist she was very gracious she allowed us to do uh the auditions at um at her studio so that that really really that helped us a lot so but what we did we brought him in about when that script was half written and the reason why was because you know, Michael, as a filmmaker, when you write a script and people come in, 
you completely see this character different. You hear them different. And so mm-hmm. you do a lot of rewrites. Um, you let the actor kind of, you know, give you some pointers because it's just not natural. So we met these people <clears throat> and casted it and we turned around and we wound up rewriting the script. Wow. Because of what, and we brought them in on the ground floor so they can feel a part of it all. I've never been that director that goes, you know, don't no input. You know, this, this has you're, the creativity part has nothing to do with you, but in fact it does. And so I'm that yeah. person. I'm always open for suggestions and, and, uh, and all that good stuff. But the, the moral of the story is, is that the way we did it, really really worked it didn't just really work but it really really worked so we've got this tight-knit group of people that want this as bad as i do at times they have more energy than i do um yeah and so this is going to be a a, a, an awesome uh film we got uh let's see cameron lake uh she's actually playing marilyn ledford which is the the deceased now we've got a few people in here that don't have a lot of uh film experience um but they have star quality you know what i mean they they, they're just natural and so uh cameron's a uh, upcoming actress who uh she's a, a musician and a songwriter and um you know she's done a lot of stage but she hasn't done film uh but this girl's blowing us away um cool. i know exactly dieter king words this was another may harris he plays chase anthony he's a 14 year old kid that has got another resume of a 30 year old. These kids are blowing me away. Um, his career started, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, his career started. He was a, he was a nine month old kid and he was in a Huggies commercial. That's that, yeah. I was, I was actually fixing to say, I had somebody at one time, oh no, he was a Gerber baby. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> what I mean? It's like, okay. So he started as a Gerber. He's got a resume of a 30. Wow, this is crazy. You know what I mean? You're like, this This is what, that's just great parenting. Exactly. It really man. is great parenting. Yes. Okay. Uh, seriously, his, his folks are actually awesome. Now, he's doing something really cool right now. He just uh, finished a, uh, a pilot for a, a series called uh, Legitimately Mally. Um, that actually premieres May 4th in Dallas, and they're they're trying to get it picked up. Um, just finished another movie called The Mask. I mean, these these guys are just busy, busy. And last but not least, we've got Mr. Jason A. Bourne. No, no connection to the any of those movies whatsoever. <laughs> I wanna I wanna make that clear. Um, he's playing uh, Principal Marty Kassenbaum. Now he's the other one. He has no real uh, film experience, but this guy is just, you know, Michael, you've met those people when someone walks into a room, how it just kind of, they kind of take over the oxygen. They just have real presence. And uh, he approached me a couple of times and said, Hey, I'm going to be in your movie. And I said, (laughs) yeah, okay. Yeah. And then it happened again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever. He kept, yeah. he kept doing it and kept doing I felt like I was being stalked. I'd go to the grocery stories there, drug stories there. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Jason. <laughs> Just kidding, Jason. But uh, <laughs> but he wound up, man, he just impressed me so much that I, I looked at Dana and just kind of like went, you know what? Let's write him in. And we did. And this guy has already done his character bio. I mean, he's doing everything the way it should be done. 
Um, and he, again, the stage presence now. And I got to talk about the other writer of the film, Mrs. Dana Haynes. Man, she's she has been godsend. Um, she's written a lot of short stories. She writes poetry. And coincidentally, she's also an editor for a newspaper. So that's what she does. She writes. That's outstanding. Yes. That's outstanding. I, I come up with this original story, right? And I was kind of, you know, beating around, beating around. And I brought it up to her. And it piqued her interest so much. So... This is her first screenplay to ever tackle. Um, she's yeah. thoroughly enjoying the process, learning many aspects of the filmmaking uh, deal along yeah. the way. So, yeah. So anyway, I approached her with the idea and we have been pounding this for a year. And it just we originally, honestly, we were going to start off with a uh, doing a short film. It's been a while since I've done a movie. So I kind of, you know, life throws you out and, you know, whatever. So I was like, the yeah. best way to get back in it is to do a short for festivals and it just got this got so heavy the story just got thicker and thicker and uh we just we were obsessed with it for a year or so <laughs> you know but it's just turned out to just be this amazing amazing script and i have to say and i'll shut up we'll move on to something else but my <laughs> one of my biggest compliments was and i cannot say his name he is a celebrity but i did not ask for permission but when I pitched him the idea about four months ago and told him everything, he looked up at me white and he goes, if you don't make this movie, I know somebody that will buy this script. And right then I went, it's a done deal. I wish I could mention his name, but no permission. So I cannot, but um, no, you no. cannot buy my script. Absolutely. Not. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for sale. It's not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> dude but yeah i mean and that's awesome i mean it's it sounds like and and obviously you know i mean dana dana had emailed me over like the full synopsis and everything yesterday and i was reading through it and i was like i said wow this is really thrown out really well and you know i mean obviously from not just the casting crew and everything that you have going on this uh but you know i mean if if with with Dana having this as uh, her first uh, role, I guess uh, script uh, that she is tackling going forward on it. Uh, I, I, hey, you know, go big, go home. That's it. Um, I, That's it. And I I don't think there's anything wrong. I mean, if if uh, there there's I've seen it. You've seen it happen in the past. I mean, look at Carpenter. Uh, you know. First, we're we're talking really putting together uh, something that it, it sounds like what everything that you have that you've talked about has been. It sounds magical. It sounds Thank like you. this is complete. Thank you. Uh, and and it, it truly feels like uh, this has something. It has substance. It has uh, the aspects that you want to try to accomplish. Not just, oh hey, here's the TNA and a little bit of blood. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. And so those are those are the things that you know. I guess from our genre, we have an appreciation of when you would go to the theater, when you would go to the movies, it was an experience. Yes. Yes. It's not, oh my God, um, did you see it's gonna be in 3D? Uh no, dude, like it's blown. <laughs> like I, I I truly, truly honestly feel starting in the late 90s through the 2000, 
they really started blowing up the 3D and it is now just it's a norm. Yeah. It's not the it's not the experience anymore. And it's a shame because I think every generation should have deserved to have that experience. Oh dude, I agree. I, I got to throw you know the first 3D movie I ever saw. And of all yeah. things, it had to be this Friday the 13th, part three in 3D. You're kidding me. No, dude. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, and, 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 you know, by all means, that's awesome. Do you know what mine was? What? My mom took me, um, and this was in, oh my God, this was in 80, I want to say 80, 81. For some reason, they had re-released in the theaters and in in color, uh, House of Wax with Vincent Price. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it was kind of cool because you remember the whole thing with the paddle balls and, and all that, that they're doing it. Oh, yeah. But it was, it, dude, that began a love affair for me with Vincent Price. And I'm so glad that my mom did that. Because, I mean, the man's genius, obviously. Yes. But it's the going to see a 3D movie. And I did see Friday 13th, Part 3, and 3D as well. Um, but yeah, you know, those were... <laughs> dude, those, I, if I get started, especially on the scene where he shoots the thing and it, you know, stabs the... the, the shoots the, the chick in the eye. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's... I didn't see any string at all. Um, but I did. I literally... <laughs> I literally Yes you did. <laughs> it was it was bad. But it you know but dude, it was a three D. Yeah. You were going to see it. You're like, oh my God, this is an experience. It was primitive at the time. It was primitive, you know? Oh, absolutely. And but it was, oh my God, what are we doing on Friday? What are we doing on Saturday? Right. Like you were going to go, yeah, you know, I'm sure these days people are like, Why am I gonna see that crap? Right. Um, but <laughs> but to us, it it's still and to me. Those are the people that were the innovators. They, they, if you would not have today, if you did not have the Tom Savinis. Oh, dude, absolutely. Uh, back in the day, absolutely, absolutely. Just, just throwing that out there. Rick Baker, um, I've yet to see anybody accomplish uh, a werewolf no. as, as good as what he did as American Werewolf in London. Exactly. Oh no, you're absolutely so. right. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. <laughs> No. So with that, with that definitely going forward, I mean, dude, I, I've got to tell you, I'm excited. And I'm, you know, obviously you said earlier, you're like, you, I can't wait to see it. I really, I'm dude, I'm stoked. I'm really, really excited about seeing this movie. I definitely want to thank you so much. Um, oh, th for, well, thank you for, for allowing me. me. No, thank you for, for coming on the show. I said it first there. No, in. well, I so, say it second, but I'm the guest. So mine's first. Uh, that's it. I triple dog dare you. Okay. So it's your show. Never mind. <laughs> I really, really would love you to go and visit uh, terracefilmworks.com. T E R R A C E F I L M W O R ks.com um, that actually gives a synopsis of the film i'd love for anyone and everyone to go to the top there's a section where it says gabby's diary if you go and click that and listen that right there actually will give you 
uh, the feel of the film. Um, it's it's uh, just it's amazing. Down below, there's interviews with us. There's a, a promo trailer, second page of the website. Um, there are all of my actors uh, in actual interviews. So I would love for everybody to uh, take a visit. And are you doing a GoFundMe or no? Oh, now actually what we are doing <clears throat> uh, to help us out, <clears throat> we're going to be doing, uh, we're launching a big, big campaign. I got to give it back to Dana Haynes. She has drummed up this campaign, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, for Kickstarter.com. Um, we have uh, very, very, very uh, intricately researched the do's and the don'ts um, and the betters and the worst. Um, so it's, take, <laughs> it's taken us a couple of months to create our campaign, but we've created it. We are currently, as we speak, um, uh, getting the promo ready to go. Um, no one will be disappointed. Um, it, it's an amazing piece. So help us out. Outstanding. And I, I definitely, and so that is www.terracefilmworks.com. I definitely want to go get everybody to go over, check that out. Um, I definitely want to, again, I want to thank you so much for coming on today to the show. It, dude, it's, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. We're definitely going to bring you back as film progresses, uh, just so we can kind of get some more dirt, some updates from you. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I definitely, I, 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 I sent an email out the other day. I was trying to see if I could get a hold of Sicko. I'm, I'm guessing he might be making a guest appearance on the show. Um, I you know, think I, that he is. I do. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it is going to happen. Okay. Just everybody's a clown. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was coming. All right. I knew somehow I'd get that sucked out of there. All right. So, <laughs> me, me. So, oh, me, me. Let's just. <laughs> I definitely want to thank everybody uh, for 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 listening and on the show today. Again, we had a great guest today. Open waters. Stay tuned. Don't forget, check it out on the web www.terracefilmworks.com. Um, Next week, uh, we're going to have more exciting adventures. We'll pick up uh, with uh, a couple of uh, cosplayers that uh, I've been speaking with online. We're definitely going to bring uh, one or two of those on, uh, and we're definitely going to try to get this rocking and rolling. Uh, again, Kale, thanks so much. Hey, and, thank uh, you for we having will me. We'll talk for again real. soon, brother. All right, man. Good talking. All right. For listening in today, you can check out the podcast episodes on Spotify, iTunes, or check us out on the web on YouTube at Demo Cinema Podcast. We appreciate your support.